This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. With over 2 million downloads, Podcast Republic is quickly becoming one of the most popular podcast apps for Android, and with good reason. Podcast Republic allows you to search all of your favorite podcasts, audiobooks, and YouTube channels or playlists, and stream them all on one platform. With automated downloads, you can even have your favorite content saved to your phone for listening, even if you don't have service. And you can synchronize the app between all of your Android devices. Download Podcast Republic for free on the Google Play Store. I guarantee you'll be a fan. It's Radio Free Out Bag. My name is Arthur. Was that really the start? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and I'm Donovan. That uh, caught me by surprise. I'm like, I'm, I'm more beers deep than I want to be, but here we go. Radio free tote bag. How many, how many beers t- deep are we talking? Let's just say several. Yeah. Let's just say several beers. A, a handful. <laughs> uh, a not, not quite a murder of beers. Not quite a flock. Yeah. Jesus, uh, a murder of beers. I feel like that's a good description for like, <laughs> you know, an amount that literally kills you. Yeah, it's a murder of beers. That's what you're forced <laughs> to drink at a when you're rushing a frat. That's that's good. Ter- oh, oh boy, that's good terminology. I'm into it. I love it. I love. Hey, it. quick show note this week. Donovan is uh, out of out of town again, so I'm currently. Uh, in my, I'm out with my family at the beach. I'm in my sister's room upstairs where there's the least amount of noise. Uh, running our Skype over like the Wi-Fi hotspot on my phone. And, yeah. uh, only have one screen. I'm using my in-ear headphones because I don't want to carry my big-ass fucking over-ear monitors. So, the audio might be weird on this one. We might lose the connection a couple times. Uh, but we care so much about you that, uh, I'm pushing through... The difficulties of this uh, vacation. Coming to you yeah. uh, on location from where are you? I'm in Bethany Beach, Delaware. Bethany Beach it's, in uh, Delaware, yeah. really? Yeah, it's yeah. just the we got some cousins who live up here, so it's just a little beach town. Uh, probably 99 percent white people, and yep. uh, sounds like Delaware. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember in? No, um, do you remember in um, the name of that movie, Wayne's World, where they're like, through the magic of chroma key, we can travel wherever we want, and they get to Delaware, and they go, "Hi, I'm in Delaware." <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you've been up to? That's, you've just been that seems, remarking yeah, on the fact like that you're in Delaware. Reaction. Oh yeah, that's all we talk about. <laughs> no, that's all right. They got you know pretty empty beach, and there's a boardwalk and the weather's pretty good and uh yeah i can't complain i mean you could complain but you just don't feel like it what's what's been the shittiest part of delaware so far uh hmm uh liquor laws fucking suck here really what's wrong with the liquor laws yeah. they're just they're super strict on ideas super strict on going into places i remember we almost got the cops called on us because i went into a liquor store with my dad this is like back when I was, I was probably 20. Like I'm not a fucking 13 year old in there. Right. 
and they like ask for my ID just because I'm with them. And I'm like, no, like I'm just here helping carry in some boxes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, like that, like that's illegal, like potentially like not letting us check out. What like, the, the fuck? Be on you? I'm like what the fuck, dude? Yeah, I'm literally here as just as an extra pair of hands, you know. Uh, when I, I was, am planning on drinking some of this booze, but but, but that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> when I was uh, working a counter at a liquor store, or not even a liquor store, like a fucking gas station, uh, I was taught yeah. that you have to ID everybody in the party, and that if anybody's ID doesn't check out, you're not allowed to check them out. Yeah, I remember hap- that happening to us in Ohio too. It's fucking stupid. And it's like, can we? Can we leave them outside and come back in? And like, no, like you can't get your pack of cigarettes. Yeah, clearly, like you're going in with the whole squad so you could get the fucking pack for like somebody who is under eighteen. Like, what? It sucks. <laughs> Seems like a unnecessary commitment to the to the rule right there. It's discriminatory yeah. against uh, trans twenty friendships, is what it is. Someone in their twenties, friends with somebody who's nineteen, it's discriminatory. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> It is, dude. Yeah, they're trying to put put age walls between us. Yeah, so we fucking, can't smoke cigarettes together. Fucking fascists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Rant over. I'm at the beach. All honesty, this is this is pretty wonderful. I imagine. Uh, but the only thing that would make it more wonderful, Arthur, is if uh, if we hit it with some goddamn relationship questions. <clears throat> My twenty M G F. F-19 does topless with friends that have a crush on her. Well, I'd like to begin by saying that I'm a bit of a jealous person, but whenever I get jealous, I don't make a big deal of it. If I'm just a bit jealous, I will just ignore the feeling, but if I'm moderately jealous, I like talking calmly about it with my girlfriend, not making a big argument, just saying that whatever she did made me jealous, and maybe she tells me how I shouldn't worry about it, or we just talk about it, or how we could fix the problem, We never have big arguments with this topic because I really hate jealousy. And she knows that, obviously, I don't do it on purpose, and I try to avoid feeling this way as much as I can. I'm interested to know how he deals with um, severe jealousy because we know it's mild, (laughs) moderate. (laughs) Only two parts of the scale. What's with severe? Uh, Lately, she has been hanging out with with this group of friends, and I'm 100% certain that more than one of her friends like her. This isn't really a problem. I don't mind her going out with her friends, even if they like her, because I know she would never cheat on me. We go to the beach, and she goes topless. And when we began our relationship... Is that my phone making noises? Yeah, fuck. I think that's your pinging, dude. Damn it. I don't mind her going out with her friends, even if they like her, because I know she would never cheat on me. We go to the beach, and she goes topless. And when we began our relationship, I would get a bit jealous feeling, but not anymore. If we are going, the two of us, by ourselves. The problem comes when she goes topless with her friends. The other day, she went to the beach with them, and I was home not being able to eliminate the thought of her being topless with her friends, drooling on themselves, looking at her. I hate every part of my brain that makes me feel jealous and makes me go through this. We talked today about it, and she obviously said that she will keep doing this because it's her body, and I'm the one who has to get over it. I have nothing against her position because I know it's right. I'm glad we're there. As I said, I'm sure she wouldn't cheat on me, but I can't stand her friends looking at her topless because I don't know what they are capable of. I wrote this in hoping anyone reading could give me some advice. I really want to get over this. I want to improve as a person and a partner. Lastly, I want to thank 
whoever you are, for just taking the time and reading this, and I apologize for my grammar as English is not my native language, and I don't really have a big vocabulary. If I committed some mistakes, I would appreciate if you could let me know. TLDR, my GF goes out with friends that like her, and this makes me really jealous. And that was posted by... Not a pink asshole. <laughs> What's the alternative what to a pink asshole? asshole? Is it yeah, exactly. A brown asshole? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't think I got too much pink. I think I'm a, I'm a pretty swarthy asshole boy. <laughs> I'm going to have to take a look at my asshole to really get uh, a sense of what color it is. I think it varies by the day. Uh, yeah. You got a chameleon asshole? I got a chameleon asshole. I have a mood asshole. Like it changes color based on my mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. How are you feeling? Hold on a second. I gotta run to the bathroom. Bend over and check. Uh, <laughs> angry. It's like fucking bright red. <laughs> well, all right, man. I I I get this person's gut feeling on this. Like I get something like this making you a little jealous. Like you just get kind of that gut emotional feeling yeah uh but he's also realizing clearly that like that's you know really not that big of a deal and he shouldn't be paying so much attention to that feeling and uh i feel like we've gotten this with a few questions uh similar to this where people like are feeling something but logically they know that it's really not that big of a deal and it's just kind of like that base human instinct fucking with them yeah uh and i think just like those other people all you can really do is recognize that and in this case, you know, trust that your girlfriend is probably just doing this because I assume it's pretty great to be on the beach and, uh, you know, have your tits out and about. Well, but, and uh, how many dudes do you see wearing a T-shirt at the beach? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's Without even diving into the fucking double standards with gender here. Uh, I got to hear that. You hear the bag? I do. What you got in there? Got more beer. <laughs> Go. I brought a bag of fucking donuts up here, but it was crinkling and crunching on the walk up the stairs, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to break those out. I say go for it. There we go. Yeah, yeah. this will be the episode where the audio quality is in flux, and you just hear me chewing into the microphone constantly. Food. Let's Food. just double down. <laughs> Food and drink noises. Yeah. So, you feel me, though? Like yeah, You're I in this situation dating somebody. Does this, does this bug you? I'm going to go with no because you're you're you and you're yeah. pretty open-minded. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind at all. Uh, nudity is a beautiful thing. And uh, I think spreading the wealth in terms of uh, taking a look at something nice, I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah. And I think you're definitely in the right place understanding that it's um, it's your problem to, to fix. I can't believe it. God damn it. Hold on. This this just it completely cut out for your sentence and, until you burped. <laughs> Trust me, I said it's good shit. Um okay. It's essentially I'm saying he's in the right mindset uh understanding that it's his problem. Uh it's not, you know, cover up them titties. It's I got to get cool with you having them titties out. Um Knowing that some of these guys have a crush, uh, I don't know how you know that, unless they have spoken to you about it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just making up some boogeymen uh, who drool over your girlfriend, because maybe they don't care about her tits. I don't care, you know. 
I don't care about your girlfriend's tits. <laughs> hey, I, I don't either. <laughs> on the same page. Nah, I feel you. Uh, I also feel like just take the stance that like he's probably thinking all this because I assume you know his his girlfriend's hot, and so that makes him like worried. Sure. But maybe take the opposite perspective on there that like, good for you. Number one, you're dating this girl. Uh, and she, she's with you. Like she's doing. She, if she was gonna fucking, you know, want to be with one of these other guys who allegedly have a crush on her, she wouldn't be in a relationship with you. Right. You, you know what some, I mean? You I, I doubt going she's on. going to the beach and taking her top off just to fuck with you. No, this is this like a personal comfort. And I mean, even if she wants to kind of put the titties out for other people, I don't think that's a big deal either. I think it's kind of, you know, she wants to go and feel sexy. Exactly. Exactly. It's not different than a dude, you know, taking his shirt off at the beach because he's, you know, feeling good about his body because he's feeling ripped. I, on the other hand, never take my shirt off. I'm one of those. Uh, I'm one of those never nudes, at least for my oh, torso. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the torso, like you go to the beach, toss on like a uh, like a fucking long sleeve t shirt, but everything out, everything else is just <laughs> exactly. hanging out in free long, game. <laughs> long sleeve t shirt and a banana hammock. That's my look. There we go. That's my That's summer a good look. look. <laughs> I like that actually. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. Oh man. So just let's see. It's a matter of not focusing on petty bullshit. You just like stay focused on I don't know, uh the fact that she's gonna come home to you. That's like a big one. You know, she's yeah. gonna go out to the beach with these people, but she's coming home uh, to you. And the fact that she's told you know, she's told you that she is with you and you shouldn't be jealous about that. You That's know? right. If you trust this girl, which you should because you're dating, then let it go. And if it were to become a thing, well then like, okay, you, then you shouldn't be dating. But, but right. Yeah. In the meantime, your, your, your logical thought here is in the right place. So just, just try to let this shit go. I can go with that. Not a pink asshole. I hope you can too. Yeah. You ready to, uh, you ready to hit this next one? I am. Uh, let's take a let's take a quick second here because I'm gonna I'm gonna try changing some stuff up. Okay. I uh, I keep having you I keep having you cut out. I think yeah. it's because I'm on my phone's connection. I'm gonna try the actual Wi-Fi and see if that works. Sure. Um, if it doesn't, I can switch back. Like this isn't breaking it, but there's definitely these delays are kind of throwing me off and keeping our conversation flow. Yeah, I feel that. All right, I I can just leave. I think I can just leave, just leave it recording. Just, just leave the audio on. Yeah, just leave it recording. Okay. And we can let's let's count it back down when we come back in in case the delay is different, but I think I think we're all right. Yeah, it should say steady. Okay. I'll be right back. Roger. Well, it's just me now on Radio Free Tote Bag for the moment. Uh I just want to say real quick that um my sex life's been pretty okay lately. Hey, everybody. It's me, Arthur, and my sex life's pretty good, all things considered. So. <laughs> Boy, am I too drunk for this. Woo. I've had this song stuck in my head. It's called, um, shit, I got it. 
Spotify. Spotify's rotted out my brain. It's called Genie by uh, electronic music, French electronic music producer Busy P featuring Mayor Hawthorne. And I will now share with you my rendition of the first couple lines. You know you can't fool Mother Nature. The instinct wins every time. Your spine's sitting up a little straighter. When your eyes lock on the mind, you know I know what's on your mind. If you read through horizontal lines, then you'll see two bodies intertwined. I'll disappear inside. It's like this really fucking cool. Okay, Donovan's back. I'm well, done singing. That, that didn't fucking work. It didn't work? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah! Okay. Uh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to go get my plug for my phone, plug it in and put it right next to the window, and maybe that'll help. Uh, but it might just be a we got to deal with it situation. Put it right next to the window. All right, one second. that you see me and I know that you see me too but you don't need no genie believe me I can make your wish come true fuck a shit wifi Plug, oh, my phone in, put it next <laughs> to the window. Alright, you still there? Yes. Okay. Uh, hopefully this helps. You want to count it back down just in case we have sync issues. Yeah! It's a good fail save. Alright, um, here we go. Count it down. Five, four, Three, Three, two, two one. one. All right, motherfucking. We have a we have like a full second of delay between us. But wow. Yeah. As long as we get something out, we'll be we'll be fine. Okay. All right. Oh. So on to this next one. I'm reading this. Don't be mad at him when it's on to the next one with Donovan reading oh. question two on episode nineteen. There we go. All right. Uh. So, internet issues plaguing us again. I just changed the setup a little bit. Maybe this will fix it. Uh, in the meantime, three, two, one, we're back. I don't know why I counted down, but I already started talking. <laughs> anyway, here's the second question. <laughs> My 31M girlfriend, 29F, suddenly wants a hysterectomy? Question mark, question mark, question mark. So many question marks. Okay, okay. Some backstory. We've been together about a year and a half. We get along fabulously. I love her like crazy. We have had a rough patch, but we made it through, and now we're great. We say I love you all the time. Regular dates, rarely fight, etc. Great dynamic. We're both child-free. It was one of the first things we bonded over. Interesting. She's been planning to get her tubes tied when she was 30 since before we met. 
She has an IUD now, so permanent birth control is nothing new. I support her decision completely. But then a couple days ago, we were talking, and the topic of how she'll be 30 soon came up, and the surgery. Then she drops on me, totally casually, that instead of getting her tubes tied, she's leaning towards getting her uterus completely taken out. I'll admit, I'm not the most medically savvy, but from what I know and ha- what I know and looked up about it, it doesn't seem safe or logical, especially at her age, so it was kind of a bombshell. I said I thought it had too many health risks and could send her in a menopause from what I know about it. She just keeps repeating that she knows what she's talking about and it's fine and not to question her. From what I know, her periods aren't very heavy or painful. There's no history of cancers, so I have no idea what brought this on. It escalated to a heated argument that led to her saying she wished she hadn't said anything and that it's not my body and storming out of the room. That was a few days ago and things are still chilly. Neither of us have said anything on the topic. So what the hell? Three question marks. She won't say why, and from what I've researched on the procedure, it A, seems completely unnecessary, B, could be slash is harmful for a woman her age, and C, good luck finding a doctor who will do it. She's usually super into her health and weighing the risks and benefits, so I don't get it. Am I missing something here, or am I just being an unsupportive jackass? TLDR, GF wants a hysterectomy, won't give reasons besides, or beyond, because I decided it's the best option. I think it's dangerous. What's going on, and how do I broach this? And that was posted by Hister What Now? Very good name. Very proud of you for that. Very. Yeah. Um, okay, real quick, real quick. It was one of the first things we bonded over that we're both child free. Like that. <laughs> have you. <laughs> you meet each other. Oh, I fucking hate kids. Oh, me too. Shit. Me too. What are you doing the worst. This weekend? <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen that Facebook meme that's like. Uh... Age 30, uh, for a man, your options are single forever, stepdad, or date ugly girls. I don't agree with it. Oh, boy. But I think that it kind of bleeds into the whole uh, uh, being childless around 30. I get you. I get you. Yeah. I don't I don't know nearly, uh, well, really anything about pregnancy and all that are people saying that because like oh if you haven't dated somebody before then like you're gonna be alone forever or is there like a medical you know reason post 30 i think it's like a like a misogynist thing i think it's like um well if you're 30 and hot you've gotten pregnant by now and uh your options are to either be single forever date a woman who's gotten uh, pregnant and had a child or date uh, ugly girls, which can I just say, based on the number of ugly people there are in the world, ugly people have children and have sex. <laughs> like that's that's just true. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably most people. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it sounds like some more incel bullshit. I keep seeing so many of that stuff pop up. Like following so many leftist meme pages that are ripping on those people, kind of inadvertently exposes me to lots yeah. of that shit. Yes. Because they post it like, what the fuck is this? And uh, yeah, a little too much of that, a little too much of that on my feed recently. Let me let me just take a moment here to say that our show is not for incels. If you are an incel, GTFO, uh, we are not trying to give you relationship <laughs> advice in terms of uh, luring someone into a relationship. That's not how that's not how we do out here. Uh, fuck incels; they can eat my ass. Exactly. Well, we have one piece of relationship advice, which is uh, maybe eat a big old cereal bowl full of glass. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. It'll solve all your fucking problems. Yep. Enjoy. Well, um, let's get back to the uterus here, my dude. What, okay. What the fuck is going on here? I think your move, Hister What Now, is to uh, propose a vasectomy. Because it uh, see. it poses the same um, permanent or semi-permanent, because you can get it reversed, um, birth control without the risk of her entering menopause and stuff. I think I think you just proposed that. Like you... Oh, garage door. You hear that? Yeah. I was hoping that wasn't on my side. Isn't that fun? Confused. That's totally me. That's a garage door. We're going to get another one here in a second. Um, But, you know, if you propose the vasectomy then you eliminate the need for her to get a hysterectomy if, in fact, this is about birth control. It might be something else, like something arcane I, I, I and I think this deep. has to be. I think this has to be something different. Because yeah. this isn't a typical thing, right? People don't just get a hysterectomy as a thing for birth control. Like, that typically has to do with cervical cancer and all that, right? Sure, yeah. This really fucks up. Is that up. right? I'm, I'm literally asking you. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it sounds right to me. Um, I mean, it certainly would be a form of permanent birth control in that you would have no um, no casing for the sausage, so to say. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on in your lady's mind, really. This is kind of coming out of nowhere for me. Yeah, no, I, I, there's the garage again. Uh, I have this, yeah, I have the same, uh, I had the same thought here. Like, the tubes tied makes sense, makes sense, makes sense, but, but it's... We're back in here. We are back in here. Uh, we're fighting the shit out of these technical issues. Who would have known that Delaware had such shitty internet? For real, man. For real. No, I was working on the, uh, on like this house's Wi-Fi and it kept, it wouldn't even connect to Skype. Awful. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> yeah, it just kept timing out before like it would even start Skype ringing. It was just making some weird sound effect, uh, which probably means, what are you trying to do? Your internet is garbage. Um, hopefully my phone can carry us through uh, from here on out, though. Totally. Where? So I think we left off on, uh, there's there, there's got to be some reason for switching to the hysterectomy specifically. And I'm, I'm wondering what that would be. Because yeah. medical issues are all I can think of. Um, Maybe she found a uh, a great aunt with uterus cancer. But that seems like something you would bring up, like, to explain the situation, right? Like, this doesn't seem like something that you'd be embarrassed about or, or what to hide. It, it seems strange that she um, is kind of being defensive about it uh, and didn't really give any reason for it besides birth control. And yeah. like I said, I don't I don't think I might be completely misinformed here but i don't think that's you know typically what you get that surgery for right so i think i think you got to dive and figure out what the heck the, the reason for this is yeah uh, approach that as calmly as possible and lay out your concern there and uh because yeah that's that's strange this is when i wish 
we had a uh, we had a woman with us here who could maybe give us some actual insight. Cause right. <laughs> difficult to talk about a body part that neither of us have. I say definitely put um, vasectomy on the table. Like offer that Jen. as yeah, offer a part of that. your body. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. You know, yeah, just to let her know, like. It's just about the birth control. You know, you're you're, you're willing to take the step uh, instead of her, too. You're just kind of, you're concerned about her having such a drastic surgery. Right. Yeah, this is pretty fucked up, honestly. Hold on. Let's, uh, uh let's get into some of these, some of these comments, because I think some of these people might, uh, might have something. I see this first one. Is you don't have to broach the subject or talk about it at all, because they won't remove a perfectly healthy organ. Okay. Uh, if she has normal periods, no fibroids, no cancer, it's not coming out. It's beyond too dangerous to perform this on a healthy person for no reason, and it will not happen. It's not a birth control option. It's not elective, period. A doctor will tell her this in due time, so this is not your problem. Stop worrying about this. And uh, I just need to correct you, Ari. Menopause, that's only if they remove the ovaries along with the uterus, which isn't necessary and not part of an average hysterectomy. But then where person do the body, eggs toss go? Out, seven, eight, seven, eight. Where do the eggs go if there's no his? Ah! They just go into the void. I don't understand. <laughs> they just keep building up. You know? <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't know. Damn it. Let's go to medical school before the next episode. Yeah, we'll them... just both become gynecologists. <laughs> we have some idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. We should definitely become gynecologists. Fucking a. Whenever somebody makes a joke about oh, becoming somebody... a gynecologist as like a seeing vaginas thing, it's like you don't see them at their best. Like you don't see them when they're <laughs> in good shape. Yeah, dude. Like what? Yeah, my my kink is looking at fucking potentially uh, vaginas with health issues in a medical setting. Mm, delightful. <laughs> like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This person replying to them is saying, I had a child at 28 and went to have my tubes tied after. For the next 14 years, I wondered why I have to have periods every month if I was now sterile. I remember thinking a hysterectomy would have taken care of both issues. Wow. WV prepper. This toss out who, 7878 uh, is, uh, is, is in here again saying, everyone who's had their tubes tied wonders this. I had mine done too. But hysterectomy isn't near the best option for stopping periods. It doesn't make sense for that. There are drugs, both hormonal and non-hormonal, and less extreme surgeries, endometrial ablation, to stop your period, not removing an organ with massive side effects and massive recovery time. Exactly. I th- so I think, yeah, even if that's her r- reasoning on it, uh, like that to- a toss-out it said before, uh, a doctor's not going to let them do that, it sounds like. And uh, this is like a super extreme option to fix something like that. That, uh, you know, is more of an inconvenience and something that sucks rather than something that's. It, it doesn't suck as much as having an entire fucking organ taken out of you. Right. It seems so, like. I think you got to get to the bottom of this. It seems misguided for sure to me as a man yeah. with no uh, uterus. <laughs> yeah from from as far from as far as we can understand i'm going either misguided or there is some medical issue that she is maybe afraid to talk to you about um but it, you, you got to get to the bottom of that either way because that is you know that is concerning and you want to know where your partner's head is at 
Which makes me think of the uh, the song uh, "Where's Your Head At" by Basement Jacks. Where's your head at? Where's yeah. your head at? Where's the answer to that at? song was uh, head was at uh, a place where they were thinking about hysterectomies. So there's a fun <laughs> fact for you. All right, man. Well, let's move on to uh, let's move on to something we have a little bit more knowledge about. Yeah, let's keep it going. Which is uh, a suggestion box question. Hell yeah. And uh, a suggestion box question that has nothing to do with relationships uh, that my friend Finch wrote, I know. Thanks, Finch. And uh, we're going to talk about it anyways, though, because we will talk about anything that's in the box, even jerking off uh, into tornadoes. <laughs> Especially uh, jerking so off into tornadoes. Yeah. Anonymous question box question that's not so anonymous because we know who posted it. Thank you, Finch. After a rousing debate, walking back from an excellent 4th of July party. It was my 4th of July party, by the way. Nice, thank you. My girlfriend and I need a third party to determine the definite ranking of holidays from best to worst. What constitutes a holiday is a day you get off work, with the exception of Halloween, and has its own unique celebration. We do not rate Columbus Day. I believe Thanksgiving is the ultimate holiday, with two guaranteed days off, tons of food and drinking, and no awkward required gifts. The obvious competitor is Christmas, but Halloween is a dark horse with the parties and creativity it promotes. How do you even begin to pit Labor Day versus Memorial Day? Help! Okay. Mm. What's your favorite holiday, Arthur? Let's start there. I'm with you, Finch. Thanksgiving is a fucking hard-to-beat holiday. Uh, You've got a feast. There's a feast built into the fucking holiday. (laughs) With with unique foods like... When do you get, like, turkey breast with fucking cranberry sauce and stuffing? And when do you, when else do you get that? Very true. Very true. That is excellent food. You only get to have once. And it's definitely extra good, like, in the setting of the holiday. Absolutely. Uh, but the downside downside of that one, dude, is if you have shitty extended family, then you got to deal with Ooh, that while that's you're trying true. to enjoy this food. That's true. Yeah. Or you little, could do... little difficult to enjoy uh, stuffing and fucking pumpkin pie when your aunt is uh, riffing about how immigrants should be kicked out of the country. You could have, as we have in my family, an insular, uh, immediate family only Thanksgiving, and it is tight as shit because oh. it's it's me, my two <laughs> sisters, my mom, my dad, and my brother in law. Like and that's... a fuckload of food. And just a murder of food. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I uh, get that. Yeah, we've done that do. sometimes too. We have, and that eliminates that. We have three gravy boats rotating between six people. <laughs> That's how we live. Jesus, dude, a fucking a gravy boat armada. Yeah. <laughs> Cycling, fucking sailing around the uh, the old table. Yeah. I will say to handle the the shitty politics thing is we just we had the entire extended family on my dad's side down for Thanksgiving last time and uh, literally just instituted the rule of like no talking about politics and it only started to come up once and my mom was literally like no she went no no <laughs> <laughs> and that was over and uh, ah, it was a good time yeah uh, everybody got along because that shit didn't come up okay so. But I, I will th- say, some some families aren't going to be able to do that. Some families, it is going to turn into a miserable time, or your you know relatives are just completely shit people, and that could potentially check Thanksgiving off. Now that also checks off Christmas. True, very true. Because you know, family is always sort of optional. You can always decide 
whether or not to include extended family in a celebration. Um, you can also choose to do that for Christmas. So, like, where do we put them to? Because uh, there is a feast associated with Christmas, but it's usually ham, and ham's, like, fine. Yeah, dude, not not nearly as good. I'll put uh, I'll put Thanksgiving and Christmas close to each other with Thanksgiving up above, uh, just for the family aspect. Because Christmas is just basically Thanksgiving with worse food and a fat white dude with a beard. Plus, and, uh, but that fat white dude brings so much stuff. <laughs> I've gotten like uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, this here uh, recording setup I have uh, came via Santa. Damn, dude. We might have to peg Christmas all the way up at the top then if it is literally the reason for Radio Free Tote Bag. Christmas? What better gift is there? Than Radio Free Tote Bag? <laughs> <laughs> Answer me this. <laughs> um, Christmas can come with, like, okay. Christmas is a really good reason for people to buy each other shit that they would not normally buy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, um... Yeah. If you want, like, a, you know, it's basically birthday and Christmas, which, oh, my God, we should put birthday in the ranking of holidays. And I think it should be number one because it's literally it's no input on your part and people have to buy you shit. (laughs) (laughs) Potentially throw you a party. Yeah. 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 That's good. I like holidays that are about me. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Okay, so number one, birthday. Tied for second, Christmas and Thanksgiving. Hold on a second. What about Halloween, my dude? I, I am. Halloween. I am loath to put Halloween behind either Thanksgiving or Christmas because Halloween can be very fucking good. Uh, my last Halloween was incredible. Uh, I dressed up like a pirate, a music pirate. I had a a, a, a pirate bay t shirt with some pirate accessories. And I went and I got to DJ at our friend Zisty's house party. and Yeah, man. I was there, too. That was yeah. a kick-ass time. It was a fucking great time. I was and, uh, I was just a woman. Um, I wore a dress uh, and a pretty cute wig and had my makeup done. Kind of a lazy Halloween costume, but it's been a tradition at this point. It's, it's pretty fun. Totally acceptable. Um, yeah. So, okay. Maybe we put Halloween second and a tie for third. For Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Okay. Ah, but dude, but Labor Day. Labor Day. The <laughs> leftist holiday. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah. th- but it's more Glorious of an observance holiday. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. There's not really any, any customs for that one. Yeah. Uh, except smashing capitalism. We should start developing some uh, some traditions for that. As, yeah. as leftists. Everybody just puts on a Yushanka and uh, your best Soviet <laughs> attire, and then we drink a fuckload of vodka. A Yushanka burn down a Walmart or a balaclava, and we all burn down a Walmart. Absolutely. There we go. <laughs> That's very festive. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a Christmas tree, like you have to go hunting out like the perfect Walmart, which one's gonna burn down in the most aesthetic way? And then we all sing the fucking Internacional as it burns. There we go. All right, that's number one. We can't argue with that. Okay, so number one, Labor Day, our our future vision of Labor Day, where a Walmart is burned and we sing the Internationale over its corpse. <laughs> Second, Halloween. Third, tie for third, Thanksgiving and um, Christmas. 
Yeah. But birthday has to be number one. Let's tie birthday with Labor Day. Okay. Okay. Just to uh, just to simplify this, because I don't I don't want to figure out the order of five variables now. Also, I will give an honorable mention to the Fourth of July because uh, sure, you know, sure. Even Fi- though unbridled nationalism is a little excessive, fireworks are pretty tight. Fireworks and, uh, are tight as fuck. You know, I had somebody, so I had a friend of mine say to me the other day, when I go see fireworks, like. Like, the first two go off, and I'm like, woo, but then, like, by the end, I'm like, who cares anymore? And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, fireworks are the shit. What are you talking about? Fireworks are wonderment, wonderment writ large across the sky. (laughs) Absolutely. And if it's those huge fucking displays, it's just, like, thousands of dollars exploding in colors in the sky. And, uh, I don't know. There's kind of a cool accessibility thing to it in that, like... You don't have to pay to do that shit. You can just go find yourself a spot in the street or, like, literally pulling over on the highway in Nashville. I saw, like, 20 cars fucking pulled over on the side of the highway watching and one cop trying to pull one person over and then just giving up and watching the fireworks, too. <laughs> that's a cool move. That's very dope. Yeah, that's that's a great... That's, that's good. A, hold on to that in your palace of memories. Yeah, yeah. That's a good time. All right, so honorable mention to 4th of July. And, uh... Yeah, I think that I think that's pretty pretty good. So there you go, Finch. Thanks, thanks for submitting to the question box, buddy. We appreciate it. Yeah, and for all you other folks, uh, the question box link is now on our RFTB Instagram uh, in the profile description, I believe, and on my personal one. And I sticky to post to the top of uh, like our official site, RadioFreeToteBag.Podient.Co. Uh, it's right below the latest episode. You can just click that, and it'll take you right to the box, uh, too. Again, it's all anonymous, and again, we will read your question. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Here's a fun, Finally, thro- here's a fun throwback that I want to do. Uh, I want you to come up with a fake commercial while I go pee. Bye. Oh, boy. Uh, that put me on the spot. Uh, uh, uh. You got this? <laughs> I don't know if I do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna figure something out. This week's Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by eating an entire family sized bag of Reese's Pieces. Do you want delicious peanut butter and chocolate taste in a convenient small form, resistant to melting? With beautiful three-color options. Do you want to eat hundreds of tiny, delicious pieces? Do you want to have gastrointestinal distress and a hard time on the toilet afterwards? Look no farther than the one-pound Reese's Pieces family-sized bag. Available at any local retailer. Simply take the bag, cut it open. Uh, insert the Reese's Pieces branded funnel directly into your food hole. Go ahead and dump that bag in. You will be sure to be setting sail for a delightful place of delicious peanut butter and chocolate taste and a not-so-delightful night of stomach cramps in a morning stuck atop the porcelain uh, throat. So grab yourself a bag and... Uh, yeah, don't forget to listen to Radio Free Tote Bag, uh, which you're already doing. Was it All good? Right, hopefully, here's Arthur.
Was it good? Did you? Oh, have a good I one? fucking timed that perfectly. It kicked ass, dude. I gave it. I give it eleven out of ten. Damn, that's a pretty strong endorsement. Very strong indeed. All right, you ready to read this next question, my dude? I'm ready. My 25M girlfriend, 24F, tells me how hot guys are. A lot. She'll say, ooh, he's hot, while we're watching TV, and some hot guy comes on. Another example is me scrolling through here, and she sees some picture of a hot guy and pulls the phone closer to her and says, he is cute. One thing... (laughs) That was a bit weird to me is that she was talking about some celebrity crush she had and she said she lost interest in him when she found out he had a girlfriend and that she tends to lose interest in celebrities when she finds out they're taken. I just laughed and said, because <laughs> you lost your chance with him. Stuff like that. I'm not at all bothered by it, but but I'm not her girlfriend. I'm her boyfriend. I don't get why she's always saying stuff like that to me. She also mentions random times when she would get hit on. An example, last time I was here, these three guys came up to me and started hitting on me and asking for my number. It was so weird. My mom and I were cracking up. She says stuff like that a lot. Another weird thing is that for a while, she would constantly talk about all her exes. I mean, constantly. All of the stuff is toned down a bit, but still happens relatively frequently. I'm not at all jealous, but it's kind of a turnoff. I feel like... It feels like girly gossip and talk, but she's a college grad. None of the other girls I've been involved with since freshman year have had talked like this. Why would she do this stuff? TLDR, my GF talks about how hot guys are, guys that hit on her, and all of her exes a lot. And that was posted by Running Waters with two S's. Oh, man. That's, that's annoying. It's irritating for sure. Yeah, I see. Even beyond, you know, you got some self-esteem issues or something like this is obviously going to bug you. But it doesn't seem like he has this. It seems like he's coming to it pretty rationally. But it's it's just kind of, kind of annoying to get hit with that constantly. Mostly just because like, it's not really so interesting to talk about. Like you're kind of just making the same comment over and over. Like, hey, there's an attractive person. Like. uh Oh, cool. You know, especially if your SO is not into this. <laughs> yeah, like what what are you what are you supposed to say? <laughs> it just seems it also doesn't seem particularly uh uh malevolent on her part. Like it doesn't seem like she's trying to fuck with him. It just seems like she's kind of impulsive and keeps, you know, popping up these thoughts that come to her mind. Uh, right. But yeah, it's it's not it's not very interesting. And at worst it's kind of it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I think that's fair. At worst, it's kind of annoying. I think that's a good place to be with that. Um, it's it's pretty much harmless. She's just, um, you know, remarking on whether or not she finds a guy attractive. And that's just kind of how she expresses herself. And you'll have to learn how to deal with that. Or... And then I just edited air horns right there. It's not. It's not really something to break up with someone over. No. No. Uh, I just think it would be difficult to address this in the sense that, like, you might start a fight or come off as insecure or come off as untrusting towards her, which doesn't seem worth it for again something that's just kind of irritating. Right. Absolutely right. I will make. I will make a point on the exes specifically too. Because uh, I've dealt with that situation and also kind of inadvertently done that too. Mm. I think X Top can talk can come up a lot with your uh, 
with your SO because you're also in a relationship. And so those thoughts are kind of brought up sometimes by commonalities, like in the relationship, you know, you're with your boyfriend or girlfriend and you're talking about something, uh, particularly if something's going on in the relationship or, or something's rough or, you know, even any just kind of normal relationships things. It's really the only time that's going to bring up, you know, their ex pretty consistently because that's like their point of comparison. That's the other, you know, one of the other relationships they had. Absolutely. And I don't think that's necessarily a problem. I think the problem would just come if you're dating somebody and you just keep fucking talking about them, particularly if it's just like, they were great or did this or this. It's just, I don't think, I don't think that's something that everybody wants to hear, you know, constantly because it does make you feel a little bit like you're being compared and it does, you know, it can plant that seed of worry. Like what if they're not over him? Why are they talking about him so much? Again, I don't think that's the biggest deal. I think that's just kind of something to be mindful of that, that, uh, that can bug people. Yeah. Be aware of that, but also understand that when your SO is talking about their ex, they're trying to work out how better to conduct the relationship. I think that's at least how I do it. No, definitely. definitely. If, if I ever mention my ex, it's about how like, oh, uh, I kind of ran into this with my ex and we did it this way. Um, maybe we do it another way. Um, because they're my ex for a reason. <laughs> no, ex- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a good read on it. Absolutely. So I think overall, not the biggest deal, just kind of be mindful of it. And if you're the person in the relationship doing this and you know, your partner imagines that it's bugging them, uh, just tone it down a little bit. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's the next, that's the next question. Belge. There we go. Yeah, I don't I don't know how much more there is to to uh to say about that. Yeah. I feel you. Um Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one more thing. As long as it's not in the extreme situation uh where they're trying to hint to you that they're not that into you, uh which I think you would know from some other things and uh that would be a cause for air horns, but yep. yeah, that, that that doesn't sound like that's what this is. Okay, 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 okay. Here's what you do. The next time she mentions that a guy is super hot, steal his look. <laughs> show up, show, show up to the next date looking just like whoever it was, you know, John Stamos or whoever. Uh, what a dreamboat John Stamos is. Um, there you go. And uh, you know, just steal his look, and then be like, "Ah, oh, Pharrell for, for is such a hottie," and then just start showing up constantly with a comically oversized hat <laughs> with the Arby's hat <laughs> <laughs> it is the fucking Arby's it's the hat. Arby's hat <laughs> hell yeah get yourself an Arby's hat and just wear that constantly and then every time she talks about something new just tack on like a new item of clothing or like part of their style until you're just a fucking hellscape mishmash <laughs> of celebrity looks you got Pharrell's hat. You got Danny DeVito's big old glasses and uh, balding head. Uh, DeVito's a good-looking man. Fucking, uh... Oh, damn right. Damn right. Yeah. Just get, like, a carrot top haircut, but it's bald down the middle like Danny DeVito. Oh, and Pharrell's hat just floating shit. on top of all that, dude. Shit! I'm feeling fucking heated after that thought. Oh, my God. You can't not fuck that person. <laughs> you really can't 
Yeah, the only thing you're going to have to deal with in that situation is fighting off all of the other suitors who see you and simply cannot resist. Cannot resist. All right, well, we certainly nailed it with that. You ready for this next one? I'm ready. Hit it. It's you. You're, re- oh, you're reading shit. this one. <laughs> I was saying hit it to, to me. Uh, I, 19F, love my BF, 19M, but flirt with other guys. I've been best friends with my boyfriend for almost four years now, and we've been together for two. And there's no one else I can imagine being better for me, and I'm so in love with him. But sometimes, I can't help but think, what if I was with someone else? I don't think of anyone in particular, but I wonder. And when other guys flirt with me, or crush on me, I get a little excited and flirt back, just a little bit, even though I know nothing can happen. It's not that my boyfriend isn't making me happy. I guess I just miss the excitement of the beginning of the relationship when everything's new and you're just teasing each other. Any advice on how to not think of other guys or check other guys out or flirt? I'm so bad, frownie vase. TLDR, I love my boyfriend and I still check out and flirt with other guys. How do I stop? That was posted by Okiyay. Okiyay? Okay, yay. Here's what I say you do. Um, continue to flirt, but don't fuck anybody. That's where I am. <laughs> keep flirting with boys. Yeah. Keep get keep getting them dicks hard, but uh, but just don't fuck anybody. Just don't fuck them. You don't have to fuck them. It's fun. Flirting is fun. Uh, both of the very long term relationships I was a part of, uh, we kind of had a a uh, a flirt detente in a sense. Um, where we could flirt with whoever, just don't fuck them. I hear you. I, th- I think if the intentions are, are fine on it, uh, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, I think your two things would be, if it bothers your SO, though, maybe don't do that. Sure. Uh, That's Especially true. if they, like, ask you about that. And, uh, I don't know, just make sure your heart's actually in the right place on this. Because a lot of what they're saying in here just sounds a little bit like second guess in the relationship and uh i mean also you're you're 19 like yeah uh it's kind of normal to be dating around okay uh, so you've been with your boyfriend for almost four years now maybe it's time for a new on, boyfriend uh, maybe at 19 to- together together for two they've been best friends for four years oh okay 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 yeah yeah but i'm i'm just saying you know Search your uh, search your soul a little bit on that feeling, and make sure that's not the hints of maybe this isn't right, maybe I don't want this relationship, uh, and that it is just you know the lack of excitement. Because I think that is something that can happen. You get out of the honeymoon period in a relationship, you get to kind of the normal day to day that a function relationship is, and uh, you got to recognize though that 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 it's not going to be as exciting necessarily, and that's okay. Because like, what are you gonna do otherwise? Like, date a ton of people for three months at a time, uh, ad infinitum. Like, sure. That there's some degree to which that's normal, but if it is to a very extensive degree, then that might be a set uh, a sign that you you shouldn't be in this relationship. I think maybe it's hard to say because together for two years at nineteen, like evaluate how you really feel about this guy. Mm-hmm. Because. You know, there's something beautiful about the idea of people uh, getting involved in their teen years and then continuing that off into their whole life. But 
you don't really know what you want when you're 17. Very true. So maybe maybe you do flirt with some of these other guys and then see what maybe could evolve and then maybe you break it off with boyfriendo and move on. Maybe. But I will but I will say if you're flirting with people with the intention of kind of seeing if something happens, then you should not be in a relationship. That's fair. That's you know, totally if fair. You, if you have a strong impulse to be with somebody else, then like don't potentially screw over your SO by cheating on them. Uh, just, you know, be a goddamn adult and break up with them. That's totally fair. At 19, we should expect people to be goddamn adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remembering me at 19 going, not a goddamn adult. Oh, God, Jesus. No, you, you feel me, though. But you should. You're in a relationship with somebody. Like, yeah. You should respect have res- their feelings. Absolutely. Respect was the word I was going to use, for sure. Yeah. I'm not saying you're going to be successful at that, but that, that would I think that would be the good way to go about this. I feel that. Uh, Schizophrene says, well, break up now before you're breaking his heart. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I mean, don't again, don't do that unless you're searching your soul, and that's what you—that's what you want here, you know. Because it sounds like it's going well, you know. Don't fuck up a relationship that's going well just because you know the initial magic has dwindled somewhat. Yeah. But think think this shit through, and uh, I don't know. I think the flirting, if innocent, is fine, but there, there there's definitely a line there, and uh, don't cross I, I think it. They can get weird. Don't cross that line. <laughs> don't cross that line. I can get behind that for sure. All right. What do you say we move yeah. on to this next one? This next, this next question, dude. I say that we do. Do you know where this next question from comes from? I don't. Where does it come from? It comes dude? from the friend zone. Holy crap! The friend zone. Yeah. Straight out the friend zone. Well, all right then. I twenty four F. Blocked my best friend's, 25M, girlfriend, 20F, on social media. It caused a lot of drama. She thinks I'm interfering in their relationship. My best friend John started dating a girl, Melissa, a few months ago. I met her at a few parties, and our personalities kind of clashed. She came off as very overbearing, and I'm more laid back. I'm never rude to her. I just ended up spending more time with my friends than time getting to know her. Last Saturday night, I was drunk, got an Instagram DM from someone whose handle I didn't recognize, basically telling me off for trying to take her boyfriend and for having no respect. It was really long, and I didn't read more than the first few sentences. I just blocked the sender because I figured it wasn't meant for me. I got a Snapchat from the same handle later that night when I was even more drunk. I opened it, and it was just a black background with a similar angry message typed onto it. If I was sober-er, I would have recognized it and that it must come from someone I'd accepted as a friend, someone I knew, but I didn't make that connection at the time. I just blocked the sender on Snapchat, too. I forgot about it until John asked me today why I'd blocked Melissa. I completely forgot about the messages I got while drunk and said, uh, I didn't. Why? He said he told... She, he said she told him. She tried to talk to me about the relationship boundaries, and I blocked her. I still didn't make the connection. He was trying, he was talking about things in such a reasonable way, I just didn't connect it with the crazy messages I got when I was drunk off my ass. 
he believed me and believed Melissa was making up making something up to stir shit up she ca- he called me oh, this is so fucking confusing he called me <laughs> up later today and said he and Melissa had blown up in a fight about it he realized she wasn't being honest and I was not and he said he didn't think we could be friends at that moment because of it it was only then that it hit me that I had actually blocked Melissa I didn't I don't know if I owe them both an apology I don't feel bad about blocking someone who cussed me out out of the blue but I realize I kind of caused their fight today plus I'd hate to lose a friend over a misunderstanding TLDR I blocked my friends my oh I'm sorry TLDR I blocked my best friend's girlfriend because she sent me an angry message and I didn't know it was her it's caused a lot of drama and that was posted by damn dude melissa sucks yeah melissa sucks ass i don't like melissa at all no no yeah you owe nobody an apology and uh, I think you blocking them is like a pretty good rational response to this as opposed to getting into the shit with this girl. Absolutely. And, if you uh, get a blank Snapchat with text from anyone, you are within your rights to block them. Because that's not how Snapchat works. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just fucking drunk and angry messages on two platforms. It sounds like she was fucking drunk, too. No thanks. And, uh, he said she told him she tried to talk to me about relationship boundaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. You motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to start. That's a great way to start Jeez, a conversation Jesus about relationship boundaries. You piece of shit! <laughs> respect these boundaries like you respect the flag. <laughs> Which is not at all. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, you do not owe him an apology. Uh, what you do owe him, I think, is an explanation. Uh, I would tell him your side, exactly what she said. Because it does sound like she's saying some other shit. Uh, maybe to cover her own ass because she, she was a fucking asshole. And, uh, you know, tell tell him what she did. You know, tell him... Because it, 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 it doesn't sound like this girl is actually trying to fuck with her friend's relationship. I mean, it's her side of the story, so who knows. But uh, just, just tell him what happened. And she was being shitty to you. And so you blocked her because you didn't want to make this into some regular sort of occurrence. And, uh... You know, maybe also say that you don't like her because she she fucking sucks here. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> Mention that and, she sucks. Know, you're you're allowed not to like your friends, uh, SOS. Like that can definitely make a weird situation, uh, and all that. But as long as you know you're you're trying to be polite and not be a dick to them, and that's like really all you could do. Sometimes people just date people who you don't like, and uh, I think you tell him this, he might double down. And it might cause a feud in your friendship, uh, in which case, you know, you, you might end up losing a friend out of this. I mean, but, just uh, wait it out until he him. wait it out until he realizes Melissa sucks. Yeah, until this inevitably fucking blows up. Because, yeah, yeah. I don't think any successful relationship starts on a foundation of shooting your SO's friends angry fucking snaps at three in the morning. Right. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck. Yeah. So. To your friend, break up with this girl. Maybe some air horns for that. To you, explain the situation uh, and just be prepared. You might have to lose contact and uh, 
But uh, but you will gain it back when this fucking relationship inevitably ends. Absolutely. And he'll be like, dude, I don't know what I was thinking. And you'll be like, I got you, boo. I feel you. Yeah. 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 You'll be there to, to support this uh, support this confused boy. Fucking A. Oh, um, God, that's ugly. That's ugly. I drank all the beer, Donovan. Ah, oh, damn it. All the beer is drank. You should send the uh, send the brewery a uh, black Snapchat with some anger. And, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe they'll send you some new ones. How come you don't make twenty four ounce six packs of Pabst Blue Ribbon? You fucking dicks! <laughs> How come the beer cans have an end? Please respond. <laughs> oh man, that would be a very good magical item in a D and D game, an endless flagon of ale. Oh fuck yeah, dude! It'd be a great magical item in real life. Please. Please provide me a magical item in real life. <laughs> I'm down. Any of our listeners have access to that sort of technology, uh, go ahead and hit us up. We'll uh, we'll send you a tote bag. RadioFreeToteBag at gmail.com. Yeah, get at us. Boom. Send us that endless flagon. All right. How are we doing on time? Uh, we're kind of getting there. Uh, it's I have to do math now. 25. Yeah. Yeah, we're about there, but we can do one more. All right, excellent. Uh, let's get on to this next question then. My girlfriend, 19F, won't stop bringing up my ex. I, 23M, don't know what to do. Me and my girlfriend are together for one year now. In the beginning of my relationship, first month, I talked about my previous relationship, a thing that now I deeply regret. I said thing that I shouldn't have said, like how my sex life with my ex was. Ooh. I didn't know at that time, but my current girlfriend was a virgin when I met her, and I was her first one. Even though she had a boyfriend before me, they never tried anything, but I found that out many months after that. So, my GF was always sad that she wasn't the first girl for me, and always complained about it. I said it wasn't a big deal, but she said that for her it was, and she couldn't get that out of her mind. She said that every time I had sex with her, she imagined me doing the same thing with my ex. Oof. In the last month, things got even worse. She started talking to my ex, and last week my ex told her about her experiences with me. My girlfriend was so sad of knowing that that she broke up with me before even talking to me about it. She told me about it yesterday, and I don't know what to do. She's just really sad. What can I do? TLDR... My GF is mad about me not being a virgin when I met her. Posted by Pick Pixigen. Pixigen. P-X-Y-G-E-N. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why did your ex talk to your girlfriend? Why did your girlfriend talk to your ex? What is the what is this madness that is happening? That's not how that goes. Yeah, this is this is a fucking flaming beacon uh, of insecurity. And uh, I'd say you don't do anything. This was not a good relationship, and it's good that it's over. Wow. Did you hear that? I was think air, I did. That was air horns. That's, it's over. I'm, I'm a little deaf after how loud those ones were. Fuck. I'm going to... Oh, you're fucked now. I'm going to post the... I'm going to put the gain up on the bitches. It's going to be some loud-ass air horns. <laughs> oh, no. Not, <laughs> dude, it's going to be fucking Lincoln Park all over again. Crap! <laughs> um, so... <laughs> So, okay, maybe it's over. Maybe it's over. It's entirely possible that it's over. But I got to say, 
I think we've I think we mentioned this before this episode. Uh, I'm a little I'm a little drunk, so maybe I'm conflating previous episodes. But I think that talking about your ex with your current SO isn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't think you made a fatal mistake here. I think that it's probably your girlfriend's insecurities that are playing up and making this making this a bad thing. Bingo. Because it's her, it's her first time too, you know, and she lost your virginity to you, so she certainly hasn't had the experience of like sorting out those initial feelings and like knowing that it's all right that somebody else has been with somebody, and also it being her first time, I'm sure she's comparing herself against your ex and insecure about all that, uh, and I think a lot of people do that, and I think that's just kind of a lesson that you learn with experience of you know how to deal with those feelings. Um, because, I, like, I will say, the same thing we were saying about talking about your ex earlier, not necessarily a big deal, but, uh, you know, bringing up, bringing up, you know, the fucking sex you used to have and the details of that. Maybe, uh, you know, for a lot of people, I think that's unnecessary information and, and things that people might not want to hear. Sure. And if they have some insecurity, then, like, of course, they're going to compare themselves. Um Especially Jesus Christ, dude. She went as far as to message your ex. Like, that's... That's pretty that's fucking fucked. far. Yeah. Woof. And then the facts that your ex responded there and, like, talked to her about it. Like, oh, man. That's too much, man. Yeah. This is a lot of bad decisions. Yeah. Honestly, if my GF reached out to my ex for stories and then broke up with me without any d- discussion, good riddance. I'd let her go. That's pathetic, and you don't have to deal with that immaturity or carry the weight of her tremendous insecurities, says Hereza Tip. Boom. Yeah, it seems most of these comments are saying the same thing. They're like, this is, you know, it's what we said. Yeah. <laughs> this this is not meant to work out, and uh, it looks like it ran its course. You know, yep. If you really want this girl back, you can go back and try to have that conversation with her, uh, that it's not something she needs to be insecure about, and... You know, it doesn't change your feelings for her. Uh, but ultimately, that's a lesson she's got to learn on her own. And I don't think that's something you can just, you know, especially given the state of your now ex relationship now, it's, it's not really something you can teach her. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. So, I think we figured this one out. I think so. I think the air horns were pretty much the answer. Bam. It'd be funny to read one of these questions, put in the air horns, and then literally just go to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you blew what I was going to do for the next episode. Uh, uh, all right. I'm well, going to do that. That would be very forget. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hell yeah. Hell <laughs> that would yeah. be very good. Hey, Dono. What's that? Our intro music is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. And you can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. Hey, Arthur. Yeah. Our outro music is uh, the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find at theheyfellows.com, Instagram.com slash theheyfellows, or uh, just search the Hayfellows on Spotify. They uh, they got some music on there, and it's pretty Boom. good. Boom. Our uh, well, our Patreon is still open. We have not received any contributions just yet, um, but we're we might need count- to drop that money amount. <laughs> Ten dollars <laughs> is a little big ass. Maybe maybe we'll make it five dollars. Um, yeah. But at this point, it's $10. You can send a photograph, a JPEG, to Donovan, and he will post it on his wall. He will frame it on his physical human wall of his home. 
in my bedroom. I'm gonna have a whole collage, like one of those boards with the uh, the pin boards with the ribbons going cross across it, and right there can be the picture of Goatsy that you send to me if you so choose. <laughs> Instead of uh, dreams and aspirations, it will be uh, Goatsies and lemon parties. It'll be <laughs> amazing, beautiful. It or you can just, beautiful. or you can just send us a buck. You know, we we'd appreciate a buck. Yeah, anything helps keep the lights on in this place. Uh, yep, because uh, those hosting costs do not pay themselves. They don't pay themselves. Donovan pays them because I'm broke as shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another uh, another little thing here, buddy. Buddy brought up the good point of uh, my friend Matt. Uh, we had to do a segment of uh, reworking people's Tinder profiles if they're not so into them. This is a very uh, good so- idea. I think so too. So it, it, maybe with the question box, or maybe you just send it to one of us. If you have a Tinder bio that uh, maybe you know you don't feel so good about, or maybe you could do a little work to it, uh, you send it to us. Uh, it could be anonymous or not. It's up to you. We'll uh, read it on the show, and then we'll suggest some changes, and uh, we'll send it back to you so that you can be out there uh, scoring uh, grand slams in, instead of sw- swinging out. Instead of yeah. <laughs> I'd settle for a ground roll Strike double at this point. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> you could be scoring walks instead of um, ball balls. Mm. Balls. Oh, boy. <laughs> this has been your Radio Free Top Bag. It's been so good to have you with us. And uh, I can't wait for next week, man. I don't know how you feel, but I can't wait for next week. I'm pretty excited, especially when the uh, internet connection comes back to being stable. It'll be real good. Uh, my name's Arthur. My name's Donovan. And we've been very glad to have you with us. And we can't wait to see you again next week. Bye! <laughs> Balls. Perfect. <laughs>